This episode of the Holly Fueled Nutrition Podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. To get 10% off your first month of therapy, visit the link in the show notes, which is betterhelp.com slash hollyfueled. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash H-O-L-L-E-Y-F-U-E-L-E-D. Hello, I am Holly Samuel, and I'm a registered dietitian, certified sports dietitian, certified personal trainer, and your podcast host today. I feel like it's been a while since I've been on the mic, but I wanted to record this episode for you guys on basically some different comparisons and my honest reviews unsponsored. You know, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. They do therapy. They do not do sports nutrition. Um, they've been incredibly helpful to me, uh, personally and many of my clients, but they don't do sports nutrition. So these are going to be honest on sports nutrition company sponsored reviews of gels and chews. And in particular, I chose to do the ones that were most commonly asked about in the question box that I put on Instagram a couple of weeks ago. And since I am US-based, since I know the majority of listeners to this podcast are US-based, I did choose um, mostly companies that are common in the US. Um, it doesn't mean that these aren't available worldwide. A lot of them are, but there might not be certain gels that are like an Australian brand or from UK. Um, so just to keep it simple, that's what we're going to do. We're going to focus on gels and chews um, and the most common and or most commonly asked about ones from US-based endurance athletes. Um, I will disclose my personal favorites as we go. They are included in here. And I'm going to do a whole nother episode, I think, on sports drinks and electrolyte um, supplements because, I mean, why not? It sounds fun. Because <laughs> um, I think if I did that on this episode, it would be like three hours long. Um, and I would be really sick of sampling things. So let's kind of get into it. First, I want to go through the different like categories, like how I'm ranking um, and essentially grading <laughs> these different companies and their products. So what we're going to do, first, I'm going to tell you if they make gels or chews or something else that they might be noted for. Again, even if they make a bunch of different products, we're going to focus on gels and chews today. We are going to talk about uh, their carb and sodium content grade. You guys know that when we're trying to like aim for um, certain things on our runs, the categories that we're most concerned about are carbohydrates, sodium, and fluids. Um, so goos and gels are where we're primarily getting carbohydrates from. We might also get some sodium. Um, so we're going to go through that as well. I'm going to score them. Um, based off of these parameters. So if they get scored low in carbohydrates, that means they have under 20 grams of carbohydrates, which is pretty low compared to the average. If they get scored medium to average, that means they have between 20 and 30 grams of carbohydrate per serving, which is very average, very well researched, very well tolerated by most people. And if they get graded high, that means they have over 30 grams of carbohydrate. It's a high carb product. And I'll discuss a little bit more how that works when we come to that. For sodium, 
they're going to get scored low if they have under 100 milligrams per gel. And that is because if you only use gels to get your sodium, you're not using anything but water in addition to that or electrolytes or anything, you're not going to meet your sodium needs just through these gels alone. So low is under 100 milligrams. Medium is between 100 to 200 milligrams because you can start to meet your sodium needs with these on their own if you are a lower sodium sweater. <laughs> um, and high is if it's over 200 milligrams per gel, which means you can easily meet your sodium needs if you're only using gels, no sports drink needed. If you are a low to medium sodium sweater, you're not going to be able to meet it with just gels if you're a high sodium sweater, but these could be really, really helpful to help you meet your higher sodium needs as a salty sweater. So those are the grades for those two categories. Then we're going to talk about if they're easy to carry, easy to open, and general size of the gel um, because that matters, right? We don't want to carry a ton of stuff on us or have it like spill all over us while we're running. So gonna grade it on that. And I've tried all of these. So I have some ideas. <laughs> um, we're going to grade it on taste and how many flavor options they have. So how do these taste? And I'm not going to try to be like too judgy about this and give you more descriptive terms instead. So you can decide because after working with hundreds of runners, I know that none of you have the same taste buds. I have people who combine like lemon habanero electrolytes with chocolate gels. Um, I have people who don't want any flavor at all. And I have people who like fruity, people who like sweet, people who like savory. So um, I'm gonna try to use descriptive terms there and just kind of go over like how many flavor options do they have? Like, do they have two options? Do they have like 14 options so that you can try different things? We're gonna grade texture. And then we're gonna talk about caffeinated, and non-caffeinated, and if they are caffeinated, what dose um, is in their product. And we're gonna talk about price comparison slash if there's anywhere like you can find these that's not online or like a running store. Um, so those are our categories. Now I just wanna give you all the products I'm gonna review in advance, and then we're literally gonna go down each product and go through all the ratings, okay? So um, I tried to kind of group these a little bit because um, I feel like, with sports nutrition gels, a lot of them tend to be like traditional sports nutrition gels that we all kind of think of. And then there's kind of like the, you know, isotonic or hydrogel, don't need to take it with water option. There's like flavored versus unflavored. And there's also like whole food gels. Um, and then there's a couple that claim that they just work differently. And then we're going to do our choose. So here are the brands, Goo slash Goo Roctane, Cliff, Hammer, Morton, Precision Hydration, Never Second, E-Gel or Crank Sports, You Can Edge, Honey Stinger, Untapped Maple, Huma slash Huma Plus, Spring Energy, Muir, SIS, Scratch Chews, Sport Beans, and other. <laughs> so let's get into it. Okay, so let's start with Goo and Goo Roctane. So Goo products are primarily gels. All they do have um, some chews as well. And all of them kind of tend to fall in similar categories. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about each of these. So the difference between Goo and Goo Roctane is that Roctane has essential amino acids, um, leucine, isoleucine, and valine in the product. And they tend to have a little bit more sodium in them. That being said, from a carb content situation, all of their products are medium. Um, you know, they're very medium carbohydrate. They don't really have anything special. Um, 
for sodium, they are medium to low sodium products. Even the Roctanes that have a higher amount of sodium than the regular goos um, or the flavors like salted watermelon that claim to be extra salty, they are still medium to low sodium, which means they are between 100 and 200 milligrams or even less than 100 milligrams per serving. Are they easy to carry, um, open, you know, et cetera? What's the size like? Yes, they are very easy to carry. They're kind of like the OG sports gel, right? Um, I feel like they're pretty easy to open. All my clients that I've talked to and people that I've talked to just over the course of talking about sports nutrition products, everyone basically says, yeah, they're pretty easy to open. Like they're not going to break on you very easily because they are a bit thicker. Um, they can be a bit slippery if you're sweaty or if you like got them sweaty because they were in a pocket (laughs) or if it's raining, Um, but in general, they're pretty easy to open the tab on and get out. And as far as size goes, I would rate them as small. Um, I don't really have like a good way to measure size because I'm not going to tell you what like inches are because even then it's going to vary so little, but, um, goo's pretty small. None of them are super huge. Um, goo roctane also pretty small and the chew pouches are pretty standard for chew pouches, which is, they're a little big, but. I don't know what you expect. It's a chew pouch, right? So that's kind of the carry um, taste and flavor options. There are a ton of flavors of goo and goo roctane. They range from like chocolate and coffee all the way to unflavored, fruity, vanilla, birthday cake, um, and everything in between citrus. So lots of flavors. I think they taste pretty good personally. Um, I mean, they kind of taste like how I don't know. I think you would expect them to taste like the, like if you, like if you take the salted watermelon goo, it tastes like salted watermelon candy. If you take a vanilla bean goo, it tastes like vanilla flavored goo. Um, there's not much mystery in their flavors. They also have like a cola flavor, hops flavor. So they have some interesting flavors too. I think goo has the most flavor options on this entire list, probably because they've been around the longest. Texture standpoint, these are pretty thick. So these are probably one of the thicker gels um, that you're going to find, which means you're probably going to have to work a little bit to get it down. You're definitely going to have to drink water with it to tolerate it properly. Their caffeine dosing is anywhere between 25 and 50 milligrams for like the caffeinated versions for the most part. Um, And then they do have many uncaffeinated flavors as well. And goo for the most part is pretty um, cheap. So for my like pricing um, value. I didn't go over the standard. So for pricing, I rated cheap as under $2 per serving. Um, I rated medium between $2 and $3 per serving. And I rated expensive over $3 per serving. So goo for the most part is pretty cheap. Um, And you can find goo at Dick's Sporting Goods for the most part. Um, If you're in a pinch and don't have like a running store nearby, they are usually located in your local Dick Sporting Goods if you are in the U.S. of A. So that's goo and goo roctane. As far as like our essential amino acids, good in the roctane, some people notice a difference, some people don't. Research is like, meh, doesn't really matter unless you start running like over five, six hour events. Um, So if you're an ultra runner or you are a five, six plus hour marathoner um, or you're doing like an Ironman or a half Ironman, it may be a good option for you. Um, But for a lot of runners that are listening to this podcast, uh, it probably doesn't really matter (laughs) that much um, if you have amino acids in your product. 
Cliff, moving right along. So Cliff, also been around for a very long time in the sports nutrition world, haven't really changed much about what they do, to be honest. They do chews, they do gels, that's about it. Um, they also do like granola bars and, you know, there's a ton of Cliff products, but for these purposes, they do gels, they do chews. They are medium in carbohydrates for the most part, very standard and pretty low in sodium. Um, they are pretty easy to carry. Same as goo. They're pretty small. Like they're nothing, nothing crazy, pretty easy to open. Um, and as far as the taste and flavor options, there's quite a few flavors, um, probably not as many flavors as goo, um, but they still have like strawberry, vanilla, mocha, raspberry, and citrus. So like kind of your standard flavors. My local races um, really like to give out Cliff Gels. Um, so I've tried quite a few of these before. Um, in my opinion, the taste is very similar to goo. Like they taste like vanilla or they taste like strawberry, <laughs> like fake strawberry. Um, you know, I think it's pretty decent. It's not totally a punch in the face. Um, you know, if you're not someone who loves really intense flavors, but it's not nothing either. Texture wise, these are also pretty thick. I would say they're a little bit less thick than goos, um, but still pretty thick. And they have 25 to 100 milligrams of caffeine options. Um, they're all kind of more coffee, like chocolate flavored caffeinated options. So you are kind of limited if you're like not a coffee chocolate lover from your caffeine um, from, from like a goo stand, like a gel standpoint. I got to not use goo like Kleenex or Band-Aid. That's going to be hard. <laughs> um, so what I'm trying to say is, if you need a caffeinated gel and you don't like chocolate or coffee, they're not going to have any other options for you from a flavor variety. Um, but they do make caffeinated options and they have make non-caffeinated options. And these are pretty cheap too. These are under $2 per serving. As far as Cliff, you can probably find these online or in your local running store. I haven't really, or like a biking store, but I haven't really seen them anywhere else. That's like common. Hammer gels. So hammer gels, they sell a lot of products too. We're going to focus on the gels that they sell. Um, they are a medium carbohydrate and low sodium product as well. <laughs> so um, you're getting mostly just carbs from these. You um, are going to have an easy time carrying them. Honestly, very similar in size to Cliff and Goo. I rate them as like a small size. They do have a lot of different flavor options. Again, not as many as Goo, um, but they kind of have all your standard citrus, fruit, chocolate, mocha flavors. Um, the texture is also quite thick. Again, very similar to Cliff and Goo. They're very similar ingredients in these products. Um, and they do make a 25 to 50 milligram caffeinated option. Um, and they have a citrus option and like a more chocolatey coffee option. Um, so a little bit more caffeinated options there. And they have non-caffeinated products as well. Hammer products, also super cheap. You've also probably picked these up at a local race before. Um, I know I definitely have. I think that was my first exposure to Hammer was at a local race at an aid station. Um, yeah, pretty standard, been around for a long time and they have a lot of other products as well. You're probably gonna find these in your local running store online or at a biking shop. I am so excited to welcome BetterHelp as a new sponsor for this podcast. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. 
With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, all you have to do is just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's a chat, text, phone, or even a video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions whenever it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for some reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you can get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, <laughs> more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price, and you can do it pretty quickly. To get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash hollyfueled, visit the link in the show notes. And again, that is betterhelp, better com slash H-O-L-L-E-Y-F-U-E-L-E-D. I've used BetterHelp myself. A bunch of my clients have also used it and other people that I know from my personal life. And it is such a helpful resource. So if you have ever thought about wanting to get started with therapy, the best thing you can do is to just take the plunge, get started, book the appointment, and start getting some help today. Now let's get back to the episode. Okay, now we're kind of going to go into <laughs> the bougie gels. So Morton, let's start with Morton. Um, so they have gels. They also sell sports drinks and like um, solid bar options, which they literally call solids. Um and Morton is known for their hydrogel technology, which means you don't have to take it with water because it is already infused with plenty of water to be well tolerated when you digest it. Um, so it does tend to be a good one for more sensitive guts. But if you drink water with other gels on this list, you'll also achieve hydrogel technology just by drinking water when you take the gel. And you have to hydrate anyway on your run. So I always like to point that out. When it comes to Morton, their gels, they are unflavored. So that is what they are known for. If you are someone who gets flavor fatigue, um, this can be a good option for you. So in terms of carbohydrate, they are medium carbohydrate at 25 to 30 grams. Um, and they are low in sodium. So you can't get all of your salt from Morton. One of the reasons they're low in sodium is because I think if they add too much, the hydrogel technology will malfunction and kind of collapse. So um, that's kind of, I think, why they are limited in the sodium that they can put in their gel. In terms of easy to carry use, um, I think they're very easy to carry. They're like a medium sized gel. So they're bigger than like Cliff because they have the extra water in them. Um, but they're not like totally huge. As far as opening them, this is super hit or miss. I've taken many Morton gels in my time. Um, and half the time the top comes off very easily. Half the time it just doesn't like it comes off halfway and then you kind of got to squeeze it out. So just being picky, not the easiest, not the worst. Um, most people probably do it just fine. And I would say that Kipchoge, you know, didn't have any problems when he used this during his world record marathon, but someone definitely opened the gel and put it in a bottle for him. So that doesn't count. Um, efficiency. <laughs> so in terms of taste and flavor, so there's no flavor. Um, the black gel that's uncaffeinated truly just tastes like sweetened jello. Um, there is no flavor. And the caffeinated version is a little bit more bitter. Um, we'll kind of get to why in a minute. So unflavored to bitter is how I would describe the flavor. Um, and that's it. That's all they offer. 
Uh, texture wise, it's jello. So it's kind of like a thicker jello-y texture because of the hydrogel and caffeinated options. They have zero milligrams and a hundred milligram options. The hundred milligrams is kind of a big dose. That's why unflavoring it makes it, um, so bitter because hundred milligrams of caffeine with no flavoring is quite bitter. If you think of like a black cup of coffee, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so higher caffeine dosage. And this is one of the most expensive gels on the list, um, coming in at 390 per gel. Um, that's us dollars. And you can basically find these at running stores or online or at like a race expo. <laughs> like you're probably not going to find this at the grocery store because it's a bit of a bougie, like runner brand. Um, but a really good product. A lot of people like it. Precision hydration. Um, if you want a slightly cheaper option that's very similar to Morton, it is $3 per gel. Um, and again, you can probably only find it at cycling, running stores, and online. Um, but precision hydration makes, you guessed it, lots of hydration products and also um, gels. So kind of similar to Morton, medium carbohydrate, very low in sodium, um, easy to carry, easy to open, not really a problem with these. They're very similar. There's no flavor. Um, they have zero to hundred milligrams of caffeine. So the caffeinated one is also very bitter because it is not flavored. It's got more, it's like a little bit more runnier of a jello like consistency and the packaging is slightly larger. Um, but this is a very similar product to Morton, but because of the $3 cost, it is technically in the medium range. So if you're looking for an alternative or just want to try something different, you can try these. Um, they do sponsor some of the swim run events that um, one of my clients has done. So they seem pretty popular in like the hybrid sport community. Okay, so now we're kind of moving into um, more of the higher sodium gel options. So you'll kind of notice a trend in this category, but we're going to start with the company called Never Second. They became more popular a bit more recently. They make gels. They make kind of like bar, solid bar options similar to Morton. Um, they also have an interesting ice pop gel, um, which is meant to be frozen and taken in hotter weather to help um, decrease your core temp, which is kind of a cool concept. I personally haven't tried that product. I have tried their gels and their drinks, um, but kind of a cool product for the summer. So if you're really in a hot place um, and just want to treat yourself, maybe that's a good option. Um, in terms of carbohydrates and sodium, they are medium carbohydrate, pretty standard, and they are medium to high sodium. Um, so these are 200 milligrams of sodium per gel. Um, I kind of made the cutoff right at 200 milligrams per gel. So I'll put them in the higher sodium category because not a lot of other gels are that high in sodium. Um, so I'll give it to them. And in terms of, are they easy to carry, easy to open? This is a larger gel, probably medium to large. Um, they have like a hydrogel technology as well. You do not have to take these with sips of water for it to be well tolerated. You do still need to drink water when you're running. <laughs> um, but because they're not quite as jello in texture as Morton, um, they are just a lot bigger of a gel. Um, and in my experience trying them, they are a very challenging to open. Like they got to fix this because I, I had issues opening these both times when I tried it, I like would try to open it and then it would just kind of like end up like a hangnail where it goes down the side and then it's syrupy in texture, like very runny. So it gets 
all over you. Like I had to wash my, my water bottle. I had to wash like everything. <laughs> so, um, and I was sticky for the rest of the run. I remember it was raining on one of the runs too. So I was just like, so disgusting, but so not a raving review for how easy they are to open. If any of you have these and you're like, what are you talking about? They're so easy to open. Maybe it's a me problem, <laughs> but in my experience and with some people I've talked to as well, kind of hard to open. Um, but they are a higher sodium option. They have a um, limited flavor profile. There's, I think, three flavors. They're all fruity. So if that's not your thing, um, then it's probably not going to be the gel for you. But um, they're kind of salty in flavor too because they have a, more sodium in, in them, right? I would describe the flavor of this gel kind of as like, you know, those like long, thin um, like popsicles, like you can get them in bulk at Costco and you loved it as a kid. Like when they melt and you get like the melted, like bright blue, like chemically stuff at the bottom, that's how I would describe the flavor of this gel. So, and it's not the only one on this list that I would describe that way. So keep that in mind. If I say popsicle, that's what I'm talking about. So kind of like fake flavor, but you can kind of make out what it is. Um, and again, they're kind of runny and syrupy in texture, not quite like a liquid, but syrupy. They have zero to 75 milligrams of caffeine, but your only caffeinated flavors are coffee and cola. So if you like the fruity flavors better, that's not an option for a caffeinated option. Um, and 75 milligrams is not nothing. That's like a pretty good caffeine dosage. I would consider anything over 50 milligrams to be pretty high of a dosage. Um, so keeping that in mind. And these are expensive. They're on the more expensive side of this list, and you're probably only going to be able to find them online. Next on our list is E-Gel by Crank Sports. This is a newer gel to me. The company actually sent me the gels to try before I recorded this episode, which I was excited to try because on paper, I really like these as an option for people. And you guys sent me so many like question box answers and DMs and commented on my posts about this brand and this gel. So I was like, all right, <laughs> you know, it's got to be a thing that people like. Um, so let me try it because I just hadn't tried it before. Um, so they make gels. They also make a sports drink. Um, and their gels do also have essential amino acids in them. So good for someone doing ultra endurance activities or five plus hour marathoners, um, but not necessary for like everyone else, but not going to hurt you either. So they're high carbohydrate, high sodium gels. So there's 37 grams of carbohydrate and 230 milligrams of sodium in these gels and all the flavors. Um, so if you are a saltier sweater, or if your race is going to be in hot conditions, like if you're doing Ironman Kona, or if you're doing the Miami marathon or the LA marathon, where it could potentially be hot and, and, or you're a salty sweater, um, or you just don't want to get you know, your electrolytes from somewhere else, you want it to be from your fuel source. So it's simplified. This is a really good option. Um, they also have 37 grams of carbohydrate. So if you're using general sports nutrition recommendations, and you're taking one like every 30 minutes, you're going to be getting over 70 grams of carbs per hour, which is like, awesome. Um, so really love that. Um, in terms of are they easy to carry easy to open? I would say yes, I had no problems opening mine. Um, I also think they're thick enough to not like explode in your pocket. Um, they are on the larger side. I'd say they're medium to larger, um, probably more medium of a gel. And um, that makes sense, you know, because they have 
uh, 37 grams of carbohydrate in them. <laughs> so makes sense. Um, in terms of like their taste and flavor options, they have a pretty wide variety of flavors. Their flavors are a little different. They have like mountain rush, which is kind of like, like a mountain dew almost. Um, they have raspberry, they have vanilla strawberry, they have tropical citrus, watermelon. So there's a couple different um, flavor options. They're mostly fruity flavors. Um, and they do not make any caffeinated flavors. So all zero milligrams of caffeine. So if you are sensitive to caffeine, you don't have to worry about that with these gels. I would describe like their flavor profile also as popsicle, um, like a salty popsicle version of uh, the Never Second, just because they are a little bit more salty. But it wasn't, to be honest, the flavors were not my favorite. Like this is not my favorite gel. Um, it didn't make my favorite list from a flavor standpoint. I could absolutely get these down. No problem. Like they're not bad. Um, they're just not my favorite, but they're really great as an option. I see why people like them. The texture syrup, um, you know, it's kind of like a, a runnier syrup, um, not as thick as the goo or the cliff or the hammer, kind of a bit closer to never second, except these are way easier to open. Um, and they are in the uh, mid range of expensive. They're about $2 per gel. So pretty cheap actually for everything you're getting out of this gel. And my understanding is you can pretty much only get them online. Um, so you have to go to cranksports.com to get these. But thank you if you guys are listening for telling me about these and to the company um, whose founder apparently graduated from UNH, which is where I went to school and where I also live. Um, <laughs> that's a small world thing. And I like your product a lot. So thanks for sending it to me. Um, in terms of next, we're going to talk about Huma and Huma Plus gels. Um, and this is going to kind of help transition us into like the whole food gels. But Huma makes a plus option of their gel, which is very high in sodium, which is why I'm putting it kind of in this category first. So Huma makes um, gels. Um, and they make they make some hydration products too and some like other things, but primarily their gels are the most popular thing that they have. They have a Huma Regular and a Huma Plus. The Huma Pluses have like a white background in their packaging. So if you get the variety pack with the pluses, there's I believe four plus flavors. Um, so all of them are medium carbohydrate. They all have like between 20 and 25 grams of carbohydrate per gel. They are medium to high electrolyte. The Huma Pluses have at least 240 milligrams of sodium, making them the highest sodium product on this list. Um, so just in front of E-Gel, which has 230 milligrams. So very high sodium product, very like multifunctional if you need it to be that. Um, and the regular Huma gels have between like 100 and 150 milligrams of sodium for the most part. So medium to high, pretty solid option. Um, easy to carry, easy to open and size. These are like a medium size. They're kind of similar in size to the E, the E gel, but they're a little bit skinnier. Um, and they are very easy to open. Um, if you guys have listened to my podcast, you know, these are my favorite. <laughs> so I find them very easy to open, very easy to take. Um, don't have any problem carrying them or with the size personally from a taste and flavor options. Um, there are quite a few flavor options actually of Huma, probably almost as many as goo. They have fruity flavors, citrusy flavors, um, like mocha chocolate flavors. Um, it's a whole food gel, which means they have like whole food ingredients. Um, 
So they kind of have what flavors they can find whole food ingredients for, if that makes sense. Um, I'm going to put it out there if they're listening. They should really, I don't know, like play around with some savory flavors because I feel like the type of person who likes this type of gel would appreciate some savory flavor options. Like maybe try potato or something. I don't know. That's just my idea. You can steal it. (laughs) So in terms of their flavors, they're made with real food. So they taste like real food. The texture is applesauce, applesauce texture. Um, So this is very different than anything we've talked about so far that's been more syrup or very thick. Um, You know, these or (laughs) jello, these are an applesauce texture. So if you think of like the little applesauce pouches, it's like basically what these are, except they're a bit more concentrated. Um, So the the pouch is actually like smaller than what the applesauce pouch would be. Um, Just because they're applesauce texture, they do have an applesauce flavor, but not all of them taste like applesauce. They have like lemonade, their mocha one's really good. Their chocolate one's amazing. Um, my favorite personally from a flavor standpoint is the raspberry. It tastes like raspberry jam. The blueberry tastes like blueberry jam. Um, the texture is kind of similar too. It's like somewhere between jam and applesauce. So some people love this. Some people hate this. <laughs> so I always like to mention it because it's very hit or miss. I personally find it very easy to take down. Um, like it doesn't get stuck in your mouth and it doesn't get all over you when you're taking it. Um, It is something to keep in mind for the summer, though. It's going to taste like warm, you know, pureed fruit. (laughs) So uh, I kind of dissociate and take it down because I don't like the way anything tastes when it's warm in the summer and I still need to fuel. So those are my two cents. (laughs) Um, In terms of caffeine, they have non-caffeinated flavors, um, plenty of those. And they also have up to 50 milligrams of caffeine in their caffeinated flavors. And then some in the middle have 25. So kind of like a medium to low caffeine dose, um, which I personally like. And then they are medium in terms of cost at about 250 per gel. You're probably going to find these at running stores and online only. Um, you can get them on Amazon, that kind of thing, but it's a great product. It's my personal favorite. Um, I really like using the Huma Plus gels in the summer and for my races. Um, they're not my favorite taste. They taste like salty pureed fruit, um, but they're not bad. Like they taste like real food to me because they are instead of something super fake. Um, I like some of the fake stuff too. I'm, again, I'm going to go through my top three when we when we finish, but um, again, that's my, kind of my favorite functional one and my favorite flavor is raspberry. Next on the list to continue the kind of whole food gel option um, is spring energy. So spring energy, kind of similar to Huma, very similar in concept. Um, They make gels primarily, but how they are different than Huma, in addition to a different brand on this list that is very similar to spring as well, is they have both fast burn and slow burn gels. Their fast burn gels tend to have simple carbohydrates in them. They're going to digest really well if you're running like a half or full marathon or any training run that goes with that. Their slow burn gels have fat in them. So if you're trying to run fast or if you have a sensitive stomach, these may not be a good option for you because we know fat takes a long time to digest. It can cause GI distress. So if you're like hiking, doing an ultra marathon or doing an Ironman, their slow burn can be a really good option if you like the taste. Um, but beware when you are looking at flavor profiles, they don't have a ton of flavors in the fast burn option. I think they have two. So something to keep in mind. In terms of their fast burn option, which is what I'm going to focus on, 
it's high carbohydrate. This gel has over 40 grams of carbohydrate in it. So very high in carbohydrate um, and pretty low in sodium. There are less than hundred milligrams in sodium. Um, so in terms of the high carbohydrates in this gel, it's made out of whole food. They're whole food gels, just like the Hema ones. Um, and they achieve this by having a couple different types of whole foods in their ingredients list. So there are some differences in types of carbohydrate, which can help with digestion and absorption. Um, but keep in mind that not this isn't going to be great for everyone. <laughs> so if you can tolerate a ton of carbohydrates, your gut's super well-trained, or you're going to be out there for a really long time, like over five, six hours, this could be a good option for you, um, especially if it's a more low-intensity activity. But if you have a sensitive stomach, some of the different whole food gels on this list might be better just because the dose is smaller. Something to keep in mind. In terms of easy to carry, easy to open, I'd say it's 50-50. Um, it's a pretty big gel because it has so many carbohydrates in it. Um, and opening them, I've, I've been hit or miss with it. Like I've kind of had to go slower to open these um, without it kind of just not working. Um, so again, if you're like kind of going slower anyway, and you're using a slow burn gel, like maybe it's no problem, but it's been hit or miss with me, uh, for these, um, and some of my clients that I work with. And it is, um, one of the largest gels on this list, um, probably top three for largest. And it also has a lot of carbs in it. So it's like good bang for your buck. In terms of taste and flavor options, kind of talked about that already. They have like two flavor options for fast burn and several for slow burn. Um, from their texture standpoint, their fast burn ones are closer to an applesauce texture, just like the Huma gels. Um, their slow burn are a little bit closer to like an applesauce mixed with nut butter <laughs> texture. Again, so these have really like whole food ingredients that taste like real food when you're eating it. So if you like that and that's what you want to expect out of a gel, you might really like these. Um, in terms of caffeine, they do have some caffeinated options, some non-caffeinated options. They have like up to hundred milligrams. Um, so up to a high dose, but they have some lower dose as well. And these are on the more expensive side for this list, but keep in mind they have more carbs in them. So it's kind of like a medium bang for your buck in terms of where they lie. If you were going to price it out in terms of per gram of carbohydrate. Let's take a minute to hear a word from one of our sponsors for this podcast episode, which is Gooder. Do you run and like, have you not heard of Gooder by now? Gooder is a company that sells sunglasses that are not just for running and sports and mountain hiking and everything else in between, but they also just are the best. And there's a reason why so many runners are talking about Gooder sunglasses. First off, Gooder sunglasses start at just $25 a pair. There's a one-year warranty. You get 30 days of free returns, 100% satisfaction guarantee, and Gooder is a 100% carbon neutral company, which is amazing for the planet. Their sunglasses are cute, cool, stylish. They are lightweight and comfortable. They're 100% polarized. Um, there's so many cool colors of each style and something that I personally really like about my gooders because I have been wearing gooders for several years is that when you put them on top of your head, they don't pull your hair out, which is a problem I have with some of my other more expensive sunglasses, which honestly prevents me from wearing them a lot because I'm afraid that they're going to fall off my head and break. And then 
I'm going to be out 150 bucks, but not with Gooder. I can wear my favorite shades, which are their mock G's, which are kind of like an aviator style sunglass. I have them in several different colors. They are my absolute favorite style. And I love that I can wear them on the run to the beach around running errands. I've worn them to weddings before if the wedding ceremony is happening outside and you can find a style that is fit for any occasion. So if you want to save free shipping, make sure you check out the link in the show notes, or you can just use code Holly, which is H-O-L-L-E-Y at checkout. Thank you, Gooder, for sponsoring this episode of the show. All right. So next on the kind of like whole food gel list is Muir, um, spelled M-U-I-R. They are similar to spring and they have like a fast and a slow burn gel product. Um, so kind of similar advice as before for carbohydrate content, they are low in carbohydrates. So they're about 19 ish grams, um, per gel and they're medium in sodium at around hundred milligrams. So maybe not the best bang for your buck. Um, but they are made with like whole foods, um, and have that flavor kind of profile as well. If that's something that you prefer, or if you need a slower burn, a more complex product, if you're doing like an ultra race or an Ironman or something like that, their packaging is a little different. It kind of looks, it's changed over the years. Like, so if you see some older ones, it looks like a regular like gel, like a goo package. Um, but the packages now are closer to like a single serve peanut butter packet and what that looks like. Um, so I don't have a ton of experience personally opening the newer packages. So I don't, can't speak to if they're easy to open. I've heard from some people that they're kind of hard to open. Um, since the new packaging. So I don't know, maybe they'll fix that. Um, in terms of their size, it's kind of on the medium side. Um, from a taste and flavor option, they don't have that many flavors, probably like five. Um, and they're anywhere from like nutty in flavor to more like fruity jam type flavors. And their um, texture is very similar to spring. Like their more slow burn options have fat in them. So they're a bit more like nut butter profile. Um, and their fruity flavors that are fast absorbing, um, are more like a jam to an applesauce consistency. They have between zero and 90 milligrams of caffeine. So there is a very high caffeine option if you need that. And they are medium in cost. So that's kind of Muir in a nutshell, pun intended. <laughs> so next on like the whole food list, um, is untapped. So there are a couple different maple gels out there. Most of them have tap in the name. Um, I went with the one that I'm most familiar with and have tried, which is untapped. Um, a lot of you guys have tried it as well. Um, so they make gels um, and they make uh, like waffles, like stroop waffles, and they are medium in carbohydrate and medium in sodium, although the original flavor is on the lower side um, of the sodium chain. So from a packaging perspective and size, they're pretty medium in size um, from a height perspective. Like they're kind of like a long tube um, and they're very skinny. So the packaging is like a little bit different than other gels on this list. Um, but I would describe them as pretty easy to carry. Like since they're skinny, you can kind of like get away with, you know, bunching a bunch of them together. Um, and they're pretty easy to open. Nothing too terrible in my experience. Um, from a flavor standpoint, they do have flavored options, but they all taste like maple syrup because that is what they are. <laughs> they are maple syrup. Um, the maple syrup one tastes like maple syrup. The raspberry maple syrup one tastes like raspberry flavored maple syrup, um, and so on and so forth. So 
very whole food taste um, texture is uh, syrup. It's just like your, you know, real maple syrup. Um, so nothing, no surprises there. Um, they do have between zero and 27 milligrams of caffeine. There's only one caffeinated option to my knowledge. Um, and it's a pretty low dose and it is a coffee flavored one, coffee infused. And they're in the mid price range as well. In terms of where to buy these, I live in New England, um, so you can buy these at farmer stands. Um, like they have one at my local farmer stand, Emory Farm. They have all untapped products. You can buy them at running stores. You can buy them like in a lot of places, but I think that's because I live in New England and it's a maple company. So it depends on where you live, um, but you can definitely get these online if this is something that you want to try. Not everyone is going to tolerate maple syrup um, in high quantity, so it might be harder to meet higher carbohydrate needs with just maple syrup, unless you're Buddy the Elf. Um, so something to consider. It might be like a good thing to incorporate into your fuel plan, but I don't know that I would use these as like your only source of fuel if you are trying to maximize your performance. Um, and not everyone likes maple syrup when they're running in terms of flavor. So try it out. Let me know what you think. It's not my personal favorite, but like, I love the concept and I've definitely taken these before and enjoyed them. Next on the list of kind of whole food type gels is Honey Stinger. Um, Honey Stinger has been around forever. Um, it's kind of like one of the original like gel options that was more natural in its marketing. So they make gels, chews, they make sports chews, which basically just have more sodium in them. They make waffles. They're like one of the original Stroop waffle brands um, from a sports nutrition marketing perspective. And they have like drinks and stuff too. So Honey Stinger really been around for a while. A lot of you probably have heard of them before. They also have protein bars and like waffle wafer bars. They have a lot of products. Um, but again, we're going to focus on the gels and the chews. So across the board, these are medium and carbohydrate and they are low in sodium. So definitely something to keep in mind if you have higher sodium needs or if you're trying to meet your electrolyte needs through your fuel. So low in sodium um, from an easy to carry, easy to open and size perspective. I'd say these are in like the small to medium size range from the chews, um, very, you know, normal size chew pouch, um, kind of on the bigger side, I guess, for a chew pouch, but pretty small from their gels. Like they're a little bit bigger than a goo, but not by much. Um, very easy to open in my experience. I've used their products a bunch. Um, in terms of their taste and their flavor options, they don't have that many flavor options, but they do have more than like untapped for a honey product. So they do have like a honey flavored original option that tastes like honey. Cause that's one of the main ingredients. And they do have some flavored products too, that taste like, um, more flavored honey. Honestly, their flavored products are decent. Um, from the gels, their chews are amazing. <laughs> like the honey stinger chews, I think are one of the best. Um, they've been around for a long time. They taste really, really good. Um, and the consistency of the gels for the most part is like thicker. It's closer to goo, um, in my opinion, than it is to honey because there are other ingredients in the honey stinger gel besides for just honey. Um, and as we know, honey itself can kind of vary in thickness if you're getting like more of a solid than a liquid. Um, so I think the consistency is pretty good, but it is a little thicker than some people might be expecting in my experience. Um, their caffeinated option has 32 milligrams of caffeine per serving. So again, not super high in caffeine. And these are on the cheaper side. It's like a cheaper gel option. They're also available. You can find them at Target um, in the like home gym aisle. Um, so that's a really fun fact. If you're like somewhere 
and you're in a pinch and you need some fuel that's easy to carry, um, you know, targets in a lot of places. So pretty easy to go find that in the like weights and home gym option. Um, kind of a fun fact. You can definitely get it online and they're definitely going to have this in a lot of running stores. So that's kind of finishing out the whole food options that I'll talk about. Um, they're all great options. I really like the brands that try to kind of engineer whole foods into sports nutrition because it's making it more concentrated so that it can help you meet your needs in a convenient way instead of trying to take like two whole bananas or three whole bananas per hour. You know, we can take a banana flavored Humagel that has crushed banana in it and brown rice syrup and other whole food sources to give you just nutrition that makes sense, but still tastes natural. Um, if that's your preference, the goo, the cliff, the hammer, the Morton, those are all amazing products too. I'm a really big fan of like engineered sports nutrition products because they're engineered for you to be able to take a lot of carbs per hour and tolerate it. Well, doing something that to be honest is not that natural. <laughs> yes. People might say running and movement is supernatural. So I should take natural fuel source, but Trying to run 26.2 miles as fast as you possibly can is not natural. There's <laughs> nothing natural about like trying to qualify for an ambiguous marathon that didn't exist a thousand years ago, right? So, you know, again, we're trying to do some unnatural things and push our bodies. Um, sometimes the sports nutrition fuel that's a bit unnatural is totally fine to use. <laughs> it's still got very basic ingredients. Um, but from a taste profile perspective, if you like the whole food taste because you know what to expect from it, the whole food sports nutrition gel options can be really helpful to incorporate. So let's move on to the next category. So kind of the next category is like what I had left and choose. <laughs> so um, we're going to move on to SIS, um, Science in Sport. They have a lot of different products. These are really popular in Europe um, and Australia, but also becoming more popular in the U.S., um, they have a lot of products. So I'm going to, again, focus on their gels. Um, they've got a lot of different gels. They've got, you know, isotonic gels, regular gels, chews, and their beta product. So we're going to kind of go through all of those. Um, in terms of their gels, they're medium to high carbohydrate. The beta gel is um, higher in carbohydrate. That's why it's called the beta gel. Um, and they are low to medium in sodium. Even the high sodium marketed ones are under 200 milligrams per gel. So to me, that's pretty medium. It's not very special or high. Um, so don't let marketing fool you when comparing it to other products. This does not make the high sodium list. This makes like the low to medium <laughs> sodium list. In terms of size, they're like medium to large. It kind of depends on what gel you're getting. The beta gels are a little bit bigger, but for the most part, kind of similar in size to Morton. Um, I have had these like once, um, so I'm not a great candidate for telling you how well they open, but I've heard many stories about having SIS gels like explode in your baggage, in your pocket. So I don't know if their packaging is the best. Um, if you're going to be really like, you know, punching it around, <laughs> um, it might explode in your pocket. Um, so I've heard kind of hit or miss about that. They seem pretty easy to open, maybe a little too easy to open if you catch my drift. In terms of the taste and flavor, um, they taste like kind of popsicle-y. I'm going to use that term. Um, you know, it's like a fake 
manufactured flavor. They do have a lot of different flavors like salted strawberry, um, you know, and lime and, and fruity flavors for the most part. So there are quite a few different flavors, um, but they're pretty, you know, like artificial manufactured, nothing wrong with that. Some people really like that. Some people hate that. So I always figured I'd mention it there from their consistency. It kind of depends on what product you're using. Their isotonic products are more liquidy um, because they're meant to not have to be taken with water, but that means there's just water added to the product. So they tend to be more liquidy and a little bit larger in size. Um, and the other ones I describe more as like syrupy. They are zero to 150 milligrams of caffeine. Some of the beta, um, the beta caffeinated is the 150 milligrams. I don't recommend that really for anyone. That's like a kick in the teeth from a caffeine dosing perspective, even the hundred milligram ones like Morton can be too high for some people. You can start to kind of dip into like the negative effects of caffeine. And from a like what's banned and not recommended in sport, it's typically over 500 milligrams of caffeine taken during sport. So you can't really take more than like two or three of these. So it may not be the best use. Um, but if you're someone who like is like, give me all the caffeine, <clears throat> don't have any issues with it, you know, could be an option, but they also have plenty of non-caffeinated flavors and lower dose caffeinated options. These are cheap. So this is under $2 per serving for the most part, most of their gels, the beta is a bit more expensive, um, but this is a cheaper option compared to some of our others. Last but not least on the gel front is you can edge. So you can makes many different sports nutrition products, mostly um, like it's not a true sports drink, but it's like an energy drink without caffeine. Um, I'll describe that more in the sports drink episode. It's not technically a sports drink because there's not enough sodium in it for it to be considered a sports drink by standard. Um, <clears throat> they do sell extra electrolytes, so you can mix if you need to. And they sell their Edge product, which is their gel product. They also have bars, um, like energy and protein bars and protein powders. So You've all, I'm sure, heard of UcanEdge. <laughs> um, it's a newer product to UCAN. It's their first gel. So let's get into it. This works a little bit differently than some of the other gels that you've um, heard me talk about in that there's not any sugar, aka glucose or fructose in this product. It is made with a cornstarch um, um, ingredient that's very similar to like maltodextrin, which is in many of these other products. <laughs> so because it's mostly cornstarch, um, it does digest more slowly. This can be a good option for people who have insulin resistance, who have had GI surgery, like bariatric surgery, um, or people who just like to use it, to be honest. Um, they have a lot of marketing that kind of talks about it being low in sugar and like better because of that for athletes. There's a lot of high profile athletes who are sponsored by UCAN. I want to make it very clear that this product is not better than any other product on this list. It's just a little different. Um, and our carbohydrate needs that we need per hour on a long run don't change just because we're using a UCAN product made with quote unquote super starch, AKA cornstarch. So putting that out there. So when it comes to um, carb amount, it's actually a low carb product, right? There's no sugar in it. So it's really low in carbohydrates. That's not necessarily a good thing. Um, you know, we still need to meet 60 grams minimum of carbohydrate per hour in events like the marathon. Um, so it's going to take a lot of you can edges to get there if that's the only place your carbohydrates are coming from. And these weren't really designed for you to take a ton of them in a row. Um, some people can handle it just fine. Some people can't. 
they're kind of like marketed to be really easy on the stomach, but I do have plenty of people who cannot tolerate these from a stomach standpoint because they do have added ingredients to make them sweet, like erythritol and allulose, which are not sugars, but they're sugar substitutes. Um, so keeping that in mind, it's a low carb product coming in at 19 grams um, per edge gel, and it is very low in sodium as well. Um, so again, kind of an interesting product. <laughs> um, in terms of easy to carry, open, and size, it's large. It's probably one of the largest gels on the list. Um, I think this is probably the largest gel on the list. Um, I get kind of frustrated with these because they, <laughs> they're kind of complicated. So they're large. They're not always easy to open. They're pretty thick packaging. Um, and the instructions on the package say to knead before taking, like to knead the package, like, you know, mix it around. Um, I don't know how their team is having people take their gels, but I know a lot of my clients, I can't even get to take a gel, let alone knead it <laughs> before they take it um, to mix it around. So there's also a ton of air in the package. So if you do kind of start sucking the product down, you're going to be sucking in some air and that can cause, um, you know, bloating. So they need to work on their packaging. I think it's a decent product. Again, it's not better than anything else on this list, but um, they got to work on their packaging. It's too big and it's not easy to take in. In terms of... Um, taste and flavor options. They have orange, strawberry, banana, and pineapple right now. I know they're working on other flavors, um, but there's only three flavors. They're all sweetened with different things. So if you don't tolerate the orange, it's probably because there's erythritol in it, but you might do okay with the strawberry, banana, or pineapple because it's sweetened with allulose, which is generally better tolerated. Not stuff you're going to know <laughs> unless you're a sports dietitian. Um, or have a lot of experience with not tolerating products. Um, I would describe their flavors as very artificial um, because there's artificial sweeteners and there's nothing really like whole foodsy about this type of product, which again, isn't a bad thing, but just coming from a flavor you know, profile standpoint, they taste artificial and they taste artificially sweetened. Um, so I wouldn't describe these as sweet because they're not they're not sugary. So like, it's not like the vanilla goo, which is like very sweet, like we're used to tasting, but it does kind of have that artificial sweetener sweetness to it and aftertaste, um, which I know not everyone likes. And some people don't mind at all. If anything, they prefer it. Um, so it really just depends on what you like. Um, I kind of find people who tried, you can't edges either, either love them or hate them. <laughs> so, um, you got to see what camp you're in, right? In terms of the texture, it's kind of like a watery paste. Um, so very, very different than anything else on this list. And that's why you have to knead it. it it's it's cornstarch with water in it. So it tastes like a watery paste um, that you kind of have to mix around, which again, not everyone likes. Um, I know there's a claim by professional runner Emma Bates that they're very hydrating because of how watery they are. This isn't true. I mean, if she's technically taking one every 5K, they're about three ounces. So she could be taking about nine ounces of fluid per hour just from her UCAN. She's a very low fluid loss sweat rate. That's something that could work. <laughs> um, a lot of elite athletes have a low sweat rate. That's one of the things that makes them so naturally athletic and good is that it's easy for them to replace what they're losing because they're not losing that much. And that's just how they're made up. So again, do what sports dietitians tell you to do from research, not what elite athletes are doing who don't have education in this. Um, so anyway, <laughs> um, watery paste, 
No, not really that hydrating. Um, but, you know, if we're talking about technicalities, could be the case if you're taking one every 5K and your 5K is about 15 minutes long. So they have zero uh, milligrams of caffeine. So there's no caffeinated you can edge option. I doubt there ever will be because they kind of don't like caffeine at that company, even though it's a very well-researched ergogenic aid, but can't blame them. Not everyone responds well to it. So it's just a choice, um, you know, to not put it in your product. And then it's medium ranged um, in terms of pricing. It's $2.99 per gel. So kind of right below the like expensive category. And again, we're not getting a ton of bang for our buck in terms of it being low in carbohydrate. I also want to note that this company tells you on its packaging um, of its gel to take a gel between 45 and 60 minutes um, or every 45 to 60 minutes of your run. This is going to give you 19 grams of carbohydrate per hour. That's not enough. Even if it's a slow digesting gel, it's not enough. It's just not enough. And Emma Bates isn't doing that during her Boston Marathon, right? She's taking one every 15 minutes. So I don't understand why this is their instruction on the package. If they told people to take it how it's recommended to be taken from a sports nutrition research standpoint, which is every like 20 to 40 minutes, they would also sell more products. So I don't understand that but I always get asked that question. So I figured I would let you guys know what I thought. Um, similar with goo, I think it takes take um, every 45 minutes on your run. Again, that's kind of outdated. You really want to take it probably every 20 to 40 minutes. Every 45 probably isn't going to get you enough carbohydrates per hour. Um, I don't know if any of the other ones have specific timing, but I know those are the two most popular that I Again, I don't understand why they don't change it. They'd sell more product if they changed it. And it would help you out more. <laughs> so looking at our next category, which is, you know, chews. I kind of talked about chews as we went, if they made a chew. Um, but these were the ones that you guys brought up. You wanted me to talk about scratch chews, um, honey singer chews, which I already talked about, cliff blocks, which I already talked about, um, and sports beans. Um, so we're going to talk about them. So scratch chews, in my opinion, from like sports nutrition company chews, scratch and honey stinger have the best ones, full stop. Then it's cliff blocks. I think they're really good too. They're just kind of big. Um, so they can be hard to chew when you're trying to run fast or run at all. <laughs> um, but from a flavor standpoint, I think scratch and honey stinger taste the best. Um, scratch labs, as you guys know, they've sponsored the podcast in the past. They make a lot of hydration products, um, as well. I love scratch labs, big fan of that company, especially cause they don't have to put other companies down in order to make themselves stand out. They know how good their products are, so they don't have to put anyone else down. So I'm going to brag for them cause they won't ever do it. Um, <laughs> so in terms of carbohydrate and sodium, this is a technically a low, carbohydrate option and a low sodium option in that it's under 20 grams per serving, not per package, but per serving and under hundred milligrams of sodium per serving, which is really the case for most chews. Um, you have to take more of them in order to meet your carbohydrate needs, which not everyone likes to do because it's a lot to chew pun intended. So easy to carry for a chew. Sure. The packages are easy to carry, easy to open. Um, pretty normal in size, if anything, on the smaller side, um, from a size standpoint. And from a taste and flavor option, I mean, I think these taste phenomenal. <laughs> taste like candy. Um, they've got a lot of different flavors. They do have, um, 
you know, caffeinated flavors as well at about 25 milligrams per serving or 50 milligrams per package, which is kind of in the medium range. Um, and you can get these anywhere. It's a pretty uh, medium option from a cost standpoint. Uh, Target also carries Scratch products in their home gym section. So Honey Stinger and Scratch and Noon as well, but they don't make a gel. So that's why I didn't talk about them here. We'll save them for the sports uh, drink episode. But you can find all three of those at Target um, in the home gym section, which is kind of cool if you're in a pinch. Sport beans. So these guys have been around forever. They are made by Jelly Belly, um, the jelly bean company. They have low carbohydrate, low sodium, kind of similar to the scratch chews. Just got to eat a lot of them to get the most bang for your buck. Um, they are 50-50, easy to carry. They're like okay to open, kind of depends on the package. Some of them are really hard to open and they go everywhere because they're jelly beans. They're small. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, they're easier for people to take and chew and swallow because they are small, like jelly beans. Um, but they're a little bit harder to chew as well because jelly beans are a little bit harder than a gummy. So just depends on your preference, but good option. It's been around literally forever. In terms of their flavor and taste, tastes like a jelly bean. <laughs> um, and they have a lot of assorted flavor options now where you can get like all orange if you want to, or you can get like a mixed bag. Um, they literally taste like a jelly bean because they are a jelly bean. They're made by Jelly Belly. There's really not much difference between these and regular jelly beans. So you could also just buy jelly beans. They have up to 50 milligrams of caffeine. That's potentially one of the only differences um, per serving. And that's only if you get the caffeinated option. And these are cheap, 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 about 50 cents per um, serving or per package. So very cheap. <laughs> um, so that's something to keep in mind too. In terms of like sports fuel, we're kind of done with our list, but I did want to talk briefly about things you could also use, but I want to put it into perspective. So we can use gummy candy, like Swedish Fish, Sour Patch Kids. I ran like two marathons on Sour Patch Kids. Um, I love using Sour Patch Kids when I don't feel like buying gels or if it's an easy run and I don't really care about efficiency. Um, love using them on hikes and trail races. Freaking kryptonite. <laughs> um, and you can use like gummy worms, gummy bears. I'm like salivating talking about these things. I love gummy candy. Um, they all work really great. You're just going to have to take quite a few of them for it to be like a medium carbohydrate product. Um, so something to keep in mind, volume is going to be higher with whole foods, which is why I don't usually recommend people use these unless they're really diehard about it. And even then I'll be like, can you use a whole food gel? It's going to be more convenient for you. You're going to tolerate it better. It's got different types of carbohydrate in it. So you should be able to like, it should sit better. Um, but anyway, you can also use applesauce pouches. You can use potato pouches. There is a company called Spuds that makes sweet potato, or I'm sorry, just mashed potatoes. And they put it in a pouch so you can take it on the go. Every time I check, they're out of stock. So I don't know what that's like now, but that's an option. Or you can make your own. Um, you can also use um, like pretzels or dates. Um Lots of different options that you can use. You can use fruit by the foot, fruit roll-ups, Pop-Tarts, uh, dry cereal. There's so many whole food options. So if you're ever in a pinch for fuel, go to the grocery store. Um, but know that these are probably going to be low to medium in carbohydrate for how most people are going to take them. So keeping in mind, if you want to hit that 60 gram minimum of carb per hour for the marathon, you're going to have to eat two whole bananas per hour. It's kind of a lot of bananas. <laughs> That's a lot of fiber too. So it might not sit well. Um, but people do it, but you're going to have to run with 
two bananas per hour that you're planning to run. So if you're a four hour marathon, you need to run with eight bananas on you. So let me know how that goes. Cause I don't know how you would carry those. Um, in terms of, you know, taste depends on the food texture depends on the food. If you like the whole food taste and texture, go for the whole food gels first. Um, caffeinated, non-caffeinated. I mean, these probably aren't going to have caffeine in them, um, unless you're doing like a chocolate covered espresso bean. Um, but that's probably not going to be something that's easy to take when you're running and it might cause you to poop your pants. So generally going to be <laughs> uncaffeinated. And then also from a price point perspective, this stuff's cheaper. You know, it is a little bit less bang for your buck because you're going to have to eat more of it. Um, but it's an option. So I want to make sure you know about it. All right. So that's kind of the end of this episode. This was not an all-inclusive list. Obviously, that would be impossible. I'd be recording podcast episodes only on this for like a year, probably to get through every product that's on the market. And then there would always be new ones. So um, if I missed one, um, you know, you're always welcome to ask me about it. You know, again, I don't know if it's going to be something that is good for you unless you're one of my clients working with me, but um, hopefully this was helpful. I hope that like my unpaid on, you know, biased um, review of all of these was helpful because I know a lot of these companies, especially like a couple of these in particular are everywhere. Uh, they sponsor running podcasts, um, elite athletes, they're at race expos and they have an excellent, excellent, excellent marketing strategy and a huge marketing budget. I know this for a fact because I have turned down opportunities to work with some of these companies because um, I don't stand by their message and won't say the things that they want me to say. Um, but that being said, all of these products are, are great options. Um, so I just want you to know that. <laughs> but one of them is not like the magic answer to your performance necessarily. A lot of the times if you don't tolerate a gel, um, it's not the gel. It's probably the context in which you took the gel or your hydration status. Um, so that's definitely something to keep in mind. I did say I would go through my personal top three. If you've made it to the end of this episode, congrats. You you get you get to hear what my personal preferences are. I don't know. That sounds so conceited, but you're gonna know what they are if you listen to my podcast. I haven't changed really at all um, what my preferences are. So, like I said, my number one top gel is Huma Gel. Love them. Um, love their product. Love their company. Love what they stand by. Love that they have a lot of different options for people. Um, most people that I work with tolerate it fine. Not everyone likes the texture or the taste, um, which is fair. But my absolute favorite Huma gel is the raspberry one. Um, the ones that I use more often because I'm a sweaty, salty person or I'm, you know, racing are their Huma Plus ones. I really like strawberry lemonade and alternating that with either the blackberry banana because it's non-caffeinated, lemon lime, which is caffeinated, or pomegranate and berries, which is non-caffeinated. Um, so that, that, that's kind of like my top pick. Um, second to that is tough for me to rank I'm going to say second to that is um, goo salted watermelon. It's just so good. Like it's like a classic flavor. I love like a fake watermelon flavor that's done right. Um, and it's small. It's easy to carry. It's tried and true. It's something that I don't have that often. So when I do have it, I really look forward to it. Um, goo pineapple and goo salted lime, also notable on the list. Also very good. I'm technically, I'm like more of a fruity citrusy person. 
when I'm running rather than like chocolatey or sweet, like vanilla. Um, but I am obsessed with the Huma chocolate and mocha cafe flavors for before the run, especially in the winter. They're so good, but I do not like them at all while I am running. Um, the birthday cake goo and vanilla bean goo are also really good before a run, but again, don't really like them while I'm running. Um, so that's kind of like second is like the goo and goo roctane flavors that I just mentioned. I'm not sure, really sure which ones are roctane, but I know some of those are. Kind of third on the list. This is tough. So those are the two that I use the most often. Third on this list for me is probably the Morton Caffeine because it's got the highest caffeine dose on here and does sit really well with me. I use these very sparingly. Like I use them for like important training runs, like 20 miles with you know, three by three at marathon pace. Um, and or like during race day, I don't like the texture at all. I don't like the flavor at all. I like having flavor in my gels, but they're very functional. Um, and I would tie that for similar reasons with you can pineapple edge. Um, I like the pineapple flavor the best. It's kind of the most easy one for me to get down. I don't really like it that much. <laughs> that being said, it's not like a good flavor. They could do better. Um, and I won't really ever have this during a run, but I like it a lot for before a run. I take a UCAN edge or a scoop or two of UCAN energy powder before almost all of my long runs. Um, that's something that just works really well for me. I do notice a difference if I don't have like that lower and slower carb base. And it's just easy to kind of shove down real quick <laughs> before a run. So I do like their edge products for that purpose because it's easier to travel with um, than the powder would be with like a blender bottle because you can just take it and then toss it in the garbage. So those are probably my top. Again, Huma, just because I love the flavors and I love the functionality. I love that they have higher sodium options and a lot of different flavors, caffeinated and non-caffeinated. I really love Goo products. They're tried and true. There are so many flavor options. There's so many caffeine doses. Like it's easy to carry, easy to open. It's cheap. They're everywhere. Like that's just a really solid product. Um, and their flavors are like fake tasting, but they're really solid. Like they taste really good to me. Um, I'm like a flavorful person, I guess. And then Morton, you can, I like what they're doing. I like the idea. I hate some of their marketing to be honest, uh, even though it's very effective <laughs> and they, their products do work well. Um, so I'll give them that, but hopefully this is helpful. I'm just rambling now. Um, but share this if you found it helpful, tag me at Hollyfield Nutrition. Make sure you put the E in Holly. And until next time, guys, happy fueling and happy running.